Welcome back to the Corona Chronicles. Thank you for joining us again. We are still working our way slowly but surely through the book of Revelation and we have arrived in chapter six and in a moment we're going to read the first eight verses. You may have noticed that Ben is joining us today. He's the newest member of the Cornerstone staff team which is very exciting and uh, just a little word of consolation uh, to those who have only been tuning in to CP. Um, <laughs> there's no need to be too upset about that because he is actually joining us just in a different form. And uh, the more observant among you will have noticed that this is a woodcock, this bird. And so here he is, and he's uh, ready to contribute in the normal way. In all his glory. In all his glory. So uh, there we go. Let's, uh, let's read the first eight verses of chapter six. I watched as the lamb opened the first of the seven seals. Then I heard one of the four living creatures say in a voice like thunder, come. I looked and there before me was a white horse. Its rider held a bow and he was given a crown and he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. When the lamb opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, come. Then another horse came out, a fiery red one. Its rider was given power to take peace from the earth and to make people kill each other. To him was given a large sword. When the lamb opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, come. I looked and there before me was a black horse. Its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. Then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures saying, a kilogram of wheat for a day's wages and three kilograms of barley for a day's wages and do not damage the oil and the wine. When the lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, come. I looked and there before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named Death and Hades was following close behind him. They were given power over a quarter of the earth to kill by sword, famine and plague and by the wild beasts of the earth. So here we go and uh, we are looking again at these, these seals and this will of God and um, what we're seeing and what we've seen in previous weeks is that there was this cry that went out, who is worthy to open the scroll of God? Who is wor worthy to open the seals? And we've discovered that the lamb upon the throne is worthy. Now he's going to open the seven seals and what do we find? Hmm. Yes, uh, and pretty chaotic really, isn't hmm. it? Um, but the thing that strikes me, first of all, is even though there's a lot of chaos happening, all of it is, is sort of measured in a sense, isn't it? Because these things only arrive when they're instructed to. They're told to yeah. come and then they arrive. And then, for example, the crown is given to the first rider. Uh, none of these things are arriving on their own volition. Mm. Everything is unfolding in accordance to God's timing and his plan. Yeah, that's helpful, isn't it? And I think that, as, as we've observed in previous uh, readings, everything in Revelation is loud. So there isn't just a voice, there's a voice like thunder, and it's come, 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 come. And uh, we're being summoned to stop whatever we are doing, to turn from whatever we're looking at, and to look at what is going on here, and to, to listen. And uh, then we've got this section which, which people may know as the four horsemen of the apocalypse, mm. you know, which is a very uh, kind of uh, visual term, isn't it? But mm. that's what we've got here. And uh, the thing that you notice with all of this section is that what is coming out of this scroll is judgment. Mm. So I don't know what we were expecting to find in there, but judgment is what is, is what is coming out. 
And with the first horse, it's this, uh, this white horse, a rider holding a bow, and is given a crown. Mm. And uh, this horse really represents uh, conquest. Yep. Um, but more than just, um, you know, like God's conquest, this is human conquest, really. And so this lamb is going out and they're using the powers of men, the swords and the shields, and to, to kind of win a forceful victory on the earth. Mm. So this is not like the lamb who conquers by his blood, yeah. by his sacrifice and his, his humility. These conquer by, by force. Mm. Yeah. And he's, he's given the crown as well. I know yeah. I've said it already, but it's not, it's not his by sort of birthright. Uh, God is the king, mm. he is the one who has the crown inherently, mm. and he is the one who gives um, sort of earthly uh, rulers and authorities crowns as well. Mm. Mm. And what about this second horse? What, what do you, what's, what's going on here, this, this fiery red one? Fiery red one, yes. Um, pretty scary stuff, isn't it? Mm. Taking, uh, given the power to take peace from the earth, to make people kill each other. It sounds like not just nations going to war mm. against each other, but sort of almost brothers mm. and families uh, fighting against each other as well. Yeah, so it's another picture of sort of violence, isn't it? And then this third one, this black horse, uh, it kind of, kind of looks like it represents some sort of famine. Mm. Because what you've got going on here, although it doesn't mean much to us, a kilogram of wheat for a day's wages, uh, the point is that these were fairly cheap products mm and yet they are 10, 15, 20 times more expensive than they should be. Yeah. So this is obviously a famine situation where even ordinary, you know, it would be like, uh, you know, when all the toilet rolls ran out, <laughs> you go into Tesco, there's one packet left, how much would you expect to pay? Well, a couple of quid, yeah. they're 89.99, yeah. you know, for six toilet rolls. Yeah. It's, that's what happens in a famine, you get yeah. inflation. Yeah. And uh, so part of the judgment here is, is these famine conditions and these extortionate prices, really, really, for things. And there seems to be a kind of a sequence to these as well. Yeah. Sort of uh, conquest leads to war, war leads to famine, um, and that's sort of w what's building up. And eventually the fourth horseman yeah. uh, is death itself, which is sort of the result, I suppose, of all of these horsemen sort of riding together. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, I think that's helpful. And you've got this pale horse, which is apparently literally a sort of greenish grey yeah. horse. So it's a really sickening colour. Yeah. And you've got death and Hades following behind. And uh, as you say, it really caps off mm. the picture of judgment and the, the horrors that are here. Mm. Um, and one of the things we've been trying to do in this, in this series is to, is to say, well, how would we communicate this to kids? You know, and if you were reading this with kids, yeah. you know, um, it, it's frightening, isn't it? Both visually and in what it's communicating. Yeah. But I think actually um, there is comfort here because as you pointed out at the beginning, uh, God is sovereign over these things. And what would be infinitely worse is to have these things going on mm -hmm. with a God who is either unable or unwilling to do anything about it. Yeah. And so I think what we can say is, yeah, look, when things like coronavirus come along, when we see wars in the land, when we see famines, you know, we don't know the exact answers as to why this is happening at this particular time, but we do know that absolute perfection is in control mm. all the time. Mm. And that is so much better than mm. living in an atheistic world, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Where it can't be controlled. So there is comfort there. Yeah, absolutely, because all of these things, all of them, are restrained, aren't they? Mm. It's kind of these judgments coming out 
but they're all on a leash. Mm. They can all go so far. The mm. fourth horseman can only take a quarter mm. of the earth. He mm. cannot take the other three quarters. Mm. Absolutely. So God is sovereign. So that's the first, that's the first cry of chapter 6. It's the cry of the living creatures in verse 1. And we're going to see a different cry tomorrow.